Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. We have an awesome night planned. <laughs> goodness, I am excited. I have received several stories by email and some other tips and stuff that people have shared that they've learned on this road to success with our hot dog carts and their food trucks, and I'm going to be sharing that stuff um, later on. But I have um, a couple news tips and stuff or news news things and updates and I wanted to share and see. Um, I hope we have... I'm not over in the chat room. I hope the sound and everything's good. Um, somebody give me a thumbs up over there if you can hear me good. I was informed tonight that there's a game, um, apparently. Um, you can tell I don't follow sports, and so I was unaware of it and didn't didn't know it existed. So, um, hey, thanks, Mad Dogs. Um, I appreciate the update um, that you can hear me. We um, Tonight, we're going to do something unique. I wanted to share as many stories as we could get in so that, you know, stories inspire us. Even, even the bad stories teach us something. And I wanted to do that so that we could all be inspired, encouraged, uplifted as we start this new year and as we... We go through the season. We're all going to have these ups and downs and challenges. Even experienced vendors run into some roadblocks or run into some challenges. And um, it's good to hear stuff like that so that we can, um, you know, so that we'll know. Um, I wanted to, let's see, tonight, though, we're going to need about, in order to pull this little contest off, and I don't know if you saw the blog article, but you'll in order to to do this contest that y'all will vote on, um, we're going to take the best tip or the best funniest story or whatever you deem that is the best of tonight's show, 
And I'm going to list those on Facebook, on facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. And they will be listed there, and then you can, out to the um, side, vote on your favorite story or tip or whatever, whatever's listed. And then the person that gets the most votes, and you can send those off. on. You can share that voting thing on your page. You can share it on your, your Facebook um, profile and get friends to vote and do whatever you want. But the bottom line is we're going to see um, the, the person that wins will get a hundred dollars. And um, I thought it'd be interesting, and I, I I wanted to do it mostly to encourage people not to be shy to call in tonight. Um, it's good to hear your voices. You don't have to use your real name if you don't want. Um, you can you know you can you know if your name's Tom and you want to call in as Mickey Mouse, call in as Mickey Mouse and and do it that way. I'm not going to be offended, and I understand it's it feels weird being live or um, being knowing that people have access to hear you. It kind of puts you on the spot. But um, some of you weren't going to be able to make it and emailed me your stories, and so we have some stories already. Um, I think I think I have five things that I'm going to share, and five or six. Either way. Um, so we're not far from being able to make the competition successful because I wanted at least 15 to do that. And then we're going to go from there. Um, these stories can be stuff like um, you can – it doesn't even have to be a big story. You can tell us about the time your cart flipped over or your pants ripped or you sat in ketchup or you never found a location or you jackknifed a cart or um, someone stole your cart or um, you know how you started on a shoestring budget. Um, those types of things. And – we will share them from, you know, everybody get to hear. And I think it will serve a big purpose for all of us. And I, I'm looking forward to hearing from anyone that does call in. If you do call in, call in to 424-258-9364. And that's the line that will answer. And what you'll do is just press option one, and then I'll pick you up at some point during the program so that you can um, share what you want to share with us. Um Let's see. I've got more notes here, and I'm trying to make sure. Um, I do want to tell you, I, I some of you may not have heard my story, and if you haven't, it's on my videos, on my training videos, but in brief. And then I put a little more in my book, but um, I, I'm going to tell you briefly, kind of start off the show with um, my embarrassing moment and then um, – and and basically how I started, how humbly I started. And I'm not going to give all the gory details, but the bottom line is I was as broke as a possum. And there was no way that I was going to make this work. But after, you know, push come to shove, we sold everything that wasn't nailed down to be able to get a cart, even borrowed $500 from my mother-in-law. And I got a cart, set it up in front of a tire shop that I'd worked at, and started selling. And it started it's, that's what started it out. But I was so broke when I started that it was horrid in the first few days because I didn't have the money to go buy even a case of hot dogs at Sam's. I couldn't afford the the you know the fifty or seventy five dollars, whatever it was at the time, to get a membership to be able to even buy it. So, and then I wouldn't have been able to afford it. So it didn't really matter. It's about an hour, you know, hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes from my home, and so I couldn't have done it. So what I did is um, I went to the local 
you know, not convenience store, but local grocery store, Food City, and I bought hot dogs, and I put them on the cart. And then as I would get low, like if I had 25 hot dogs I'd brought out there, um, usually it was 24, there's usually eight to a pack, um, I, my wife or I would run about two miles up the road, get hot dogs, and run right back because now we had enough money to get a little bit more. And what I had to do is not spend any of that money in order so that I could buy more hot dogs the next day and more and more so that I wasn't on that shoestring budget for very long. Um, but it's still, we still had challenges. I, you know, eventually I wanted an onion slicer and I was going to gobs onions and I was going to, um, I didn't know a lot. And so I was making mistakes and buying stuff wrong. And eventually I, I got it worked out, but I still learn to this day. I learn a lot from your stories. And, um, but it lets us know that we're all not, you know, we're all human. We're we're all not perfect, and we make mistakes. And we even even the best of us can make you know stupid mistakes. I I remember one time I was um, at a location, and my wife had left, and it was windy, and my fire blew out. Okay, and or at least that's what I thought. And so I tried and tried to relight it, couldn't relight it. I already had the pans hot, so it was hard to get to it. This was, you know, I had bought this cart um, from another company, and it was tricky to relight. And so finally I figured out it was my gas, and I changed out my gas, and my water was still plenty hot and too hot for me to even pull the pans out. So I'm trying to light and reach under there. So what I did is I hooked my tongs underneath the edge of the... Um, you know, the my boiling pan and so that I could kind of see the flames. So it left a gap. Well, and I, you know, trying, I'm trying to light. Well, I finally straighten out this electronic lighter and I stick it through the hole and I'm peering in there watching. And when it goes, it went off with a boom and it lifted my pans, not all the way out of the cart like an explosion, but it lifted them. And I, luckily, I wasn't burned with hot water, but I was – I singed one of my eyebrows almost completely off. And so it was pretty um, exciting. And, you know, at the time, I, I felt like a complete moron because I should have recognized that the gas would build up there because I, I didn't even turn it off. You know, I was sitting there trying to light, 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 and then I changed tanks, and I never did it just because I was nervous, in a hurry, and that kind of stuff. So th- those things happened to us, and I've heard some from some people – this week even, that have shared their stories over on Facebook, little little tidbits of what, what happened to them. And at, from an outside position, because we all have had these crazy things happen, um, we go, my gosh, that's funny as heck. It's funnier you know, now when you look back. It's a lot funnier when it's somebody else and you're looking back and they're sharing it with you. So hopefully tonight we'll hear some of those. Um, I've heard a lot over the years. I don't want to... Um, restate all of those but i wanted to be in a position where um you knew that i too um have made and continue to make mistakes and we all will and do and it's cool to have a group like us to share them with you know with each other so we can say yeah i'm just as stupid sometimes as you are and um it's fun and so we just have to we just have to go with it um, somebody sent me a song this week, and I put it on um, um, Facebook. 
But I want you to hear this um, little bit of this if you missed it on Facebook. set and 
I wanted to make sure it didn't go off and blow my eardrums out. Um, but anyway, can you make a living selling hot dogs? Well, the simple answer, like I said, is yes, it, it, you can. Um, but as with any business or occupation, there are those, sometimes few, that make incredible incomes. They are those whom become the poster children for their specific field or niche. Take real estate investing, for example. Thousands upon thousands jumped into real estate when the markets were booming. I don't know if you remember this, but back in 2002, 2004, the real estate markets were really booming. There was all these late-night um, infomercials about it. Um, there was late-night infomercials on exercise equipment and um, get-rich-quick real estate investing courses, like weight loss infomercials depicting some happy, successful, thin real estate mogul. And I'm sure you've seen them. If you haven't, you haven't missed much. But they were on those shows, and they were pitching the, the latest, greatest techniques for getting real estate and flipping it and turning it and and you know, rehabbing and you name it, it even spawned some TV shows later. But you'd often see these, you know, these quotes along a beach and it'd say something like, Tom lost his job and in just 11 months we have purchased this and two of these and we're rich now. I never would have believed it was so easy. And always accompanied by the ever so small print at the bottom of the screen, results not typical and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, what makes hot dog vending different? What makes a vendor any more likely to succeed? Well, there's lots. A hot dog vendor creates his own niche. He creates a niche at Fifth and Main, a niche at the local bottling plant or at the city park. He's not limited to just those locations, but he or she is their own niche. A vendor delivers steaming hot hot dogs on a soft, warm bun in which every bite releases a glorious taste sensation. Condiments and toppings are endless in variety, and every vendor can set him or herself apart from the redundant mediocrity of most brick-and-mortar establishments, creating, again, a more tailored or exclusive niche market. And... From you know, from Japanese fusion hot dogs to like cheese dipped pulled pork hot dogs on a stick, your options are only limited by your imagination and the friendliness at the health department. Now, if you didn't see over the 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 cool video and the well, it's a little long, but I, I did a, a I tried to do a four minute video and it ended up being nine, um, and access to a list that took me over three years to create of the top producing hot dog vendor recipes on carts in America. And it's free to y'all. It's free to anybody. You can find it over at the blog. But I just thought about that just now, so I wanted to um, – I know that doesn't answer this question yet, but it, it um, if you haven't seen that, that'll help you. Um, I, I stick to tried and true, you know, a hot dog bun and the standard condiments, ketchup, mustard, mayo, relish, pickles, chili, cheese, but only because that works for me and it is what my customers enjoy. Hot dog vendors can write their own checks. A bad location for a vendor doesn't spell disaster as would a bad real estate purchase. 
It doesn't happen to most all vendors. We pick a bad event, a bad location, or a bad time at a particular location, but none of these spell disaster for us. We hitch our wagon and roll on to the next spot. Vendors don't need thousands. We don't require droves of customers to make a huge income. We don't require closing agents, nor title work, nor lawyers, nor an abundance of luck. Luck never hurts, but it's absent will not determine a vendor's successfulness. Vendors only need that 50, 60, or even 100 customers a day to make incredible incomes. And I'm talking six-figure incomes with 100 customers a day. Now, most Americans, some 52%, live at or below the poverty level. They have never seen a $1,000 weekly paycheck. Most have never seen over 2000 monthly. Vendors, depending on their drive, their personal budgets, can make, make that and far more. Yes, there are vendors whom are perfectly satisfied with 100 bucks a day, and there is nothing wrong with that. Yes, there are vendors whom have just begun and in the first month struggle to find the right location, suffer bad locations, and make less than, than what they want. But the vendors that are still making very modest incomes after a year are either lying, poor-mouthing, or not, are not motivated for more, or they, or they are happy where they are at, okay? Because there's lots of vendors, and I know some of them. I've got a, I've got a family member, and she's tickled pink with about 100 bucks a day because it's more than she's ever made. And she doesn't want to work more than a couple hours a day, and that's what she makes. And, she, and that's still good money. Um, but I had a vendor call me today, uh, not today, but this past week, um, that's, that's angry with 140 a day, angry if it's 160 a day. And that's, that's kind of like how I was. I didn't want to, I didn't want 160 days. I wanted 260 and 360 and I wanted those. And it takes a lot of, you know, some of us takes more than others, and it did for me even. I had to find the right places and try lots of things and keep good records to, to achieve that. Um, I hear stories, okay? I hear about, and, and, and don't, I hope y'all didn't get offended when I, when I said poor mouthing a minute ago, but um, I did a blog on poor mouthing a long time ago that it is common, especially here in the South. People will go, how you doing? Oh, man, business is bad. Business is bad. Did you see my new boat? And that is just how they do it. Um, it's it's just the nature of the mentality or the, the just part of the region I guess I'm in or something like that. Um, I think I shared a story about a guy that said he was bad off, bad off, and he you know he just put in a, another convenience store and or, or one of those ice things. Yeah, that, and I was going, okay, that cost you $40,000. Business can't be that bad. And so there's there's things like that you see that you know they're kind of um, – and people do it for different reasons. Some people do it just because they're modest. Some people do it because they don't want you following them. They don't want extra competition. Um, I told you all about a story you know, in front of the courthouse this past summer where a guy told me um, that – he did horrible. Couldn't even pay his rent. Said, I just can't even, I'm not even staying afloat. Well, how long have you been here? I've been working this spot for almost nine years now. What? And you're not making it? 
And I, I explained to y'all that after I'd been there a while and talked to him, told him who I was, and not that he knew me, but then he realized I wasn't going to be a threat, he spilled his guts. He's making phenomenal money. And so there's things like that. Um, and I just didn't want to offend anybody when I said poor mouthing or whatever. But the vendor, after one year of vending, will not be broke from vending, will not be bankrupt from vending, will not be at a loss. One whom vends for a year will probably continue to vend for years to come. Not for the 401k, not because the job is easy, not because vending makes millions, but because it works. Because vendors can determine their own pay. They can seek that perfect location, even if it requires months of trial and error, all the while making a living. I honestly don't know of anything else like it. However, I am sure there exist other occupations that enjoy similar benefits, but I do not need them. It is why the title of my book, you know, my book course, has Hot Dog Saved My Life, because it did. And yes, I struggled for weeks, but even on the worst days, I made an hourly wage far exceeding the incomes of many educated people, professionals even. So I... I do get calls and emails from those just starting out that tell of the $30 day and $60 day, and inevitably there is always a solution. Every single time there will be a solution. Usually it comes in the form of a new location or a different sign or sometimes a little more time. Um, remember, vendors don't work. Okay, let me change that. Most vendors don't work 40-hour work weeks. We enjoy a shorter work day. Even with preparatory work and cleanup, we are often out no more than five to six hours, including drive time. What separates a vendor making 100000 a year from one making 25000 a year? Almost every time, it's location, location, location. Location is key. But I can't find a good location or how many have you tried? Have you read in my book where I share my many locations, ones that are never considered? Sometimes, and we've shared more on the radio show and the blog. We've shared hundreds, literally, of cool ideas for locations and that are working for others because they all came from others. Sometimes it can be your appearance. It can be your signs. You remember Rob talked about your appearance and how your signs were done. Um, I think um, Doug's dogs talked about that. Jason talked about that. We've had a lot of people talk about that. Hot Dog Mike has come on and visited the show. Um, Biker Jim. All these people have come on to share their knowledge, and these are successful vendors. They're successful because they've learned certain things, and they're still learning. We all do, and not, every one of them will admit it. Um, if you are in a spot that doesn't have a lot of walk-by traffic and are relying on pulling people off the road, and you're, you, you know, that can be sporadic. You don't keep consistent hours. Um, then you'll probably not find business all that appealing. Um, consistency works. You don't have to be there, you know, seven days a week, 12 hours a day, just to find, you know, just find, just find a schedule that works for you and work it. Consistency makes for consistent customers every time. Now, this, that rule applies not to events because events are a different deal. But 
I have a customer um, in Arizona I shared with y'all before, that small town that's less than 10,000 people, I believe. Um, she worried that sales would be very slow. She would have busy days and then days that weren't worth the time to set up. She would call and inform me of her daily challenges and and, and her successes even. Over time, we narrowed it down to the days it worked, the days that more people came. We also narrowed down to the hours. This is why keeping even post-it notes, sticky notes, anything, type of records on your daily sales is important. Eventually, she had it figured out completely and purchased a second cart even in this little bitty town. Um, she runs two carts, so I know it works. Um, I could give you countless stories. I could even give you the weekly rundown um, of complaints from those struggling because um, I get those too. Um, I get, you know, the ones not prepared. There's people out there that, that actually they see something somewhere that, you know, there's – I know there's two websites that that push hot dogs. One guy has never done hot dogs in his life, and he's probably the biggest seller of courses online. Um, and And he – he he apparent he seems to be a nice guy. All his stuff is nice. I've had people send me links. Have you ever heard of this guy? And I've said, Yeah, I've heard of him. And but here's the thing is he he's never done it. And he tells you that in you know, if you read deeper in into his stuff, he's never done it. But he's mostly a marketer and he's a smart marketer. But the gist is is you uh I don't know how to I don't want to be mean because I'm not trying to beat him up. I'm trying to say that that you need to – I guess my point was is on there's a website that has a calculator that tells you how much you're going to make with hot dogs. Now, if that was accurate, it'd be worth millions. But it's not accurate, but it makes you feel good. It's a marketing ploy. You put a calculator and look what you can make. Imagine this. The average vendor in America sells 450 hot dogs a week or a day or whatever, and you're going, oh, I'll plug that in because I'm at least average. Heck, I'm better than average. I'm going to add another 100 to it. And you and you, you get this total number, and you go, wow, I'm going to be making a million dollars every three months. This is awesome. And you jump from the ceiling, and you rush out and buy a cart, and you go, woohoo, and then you go, oh, my gosh, this Oh, license and registration and and permitting and food safety class and zoning and where do I set up and how do I get permission to that and all of a sudden this easy niche market caves in on you and a lot of people leave a lot of people leave when that happens because they get worried that you know oh I didn't I didn't realize this I you know I had researched it and and I've had people call me in these positions they call me, and it's why I have LearnHotDogs.com. And but I've had them call me and go, uh, Ben, I'm really I see that you help people, but I, I'm really having trouble. I, you know, I, I I read, I studied up on hot dogs. Well, where'd you study? I studied over here. And if I hear his hit the site name, I know that that they found that calculator, or they found something pitching them, pie in the sky, woohoo, you know, that kind of stuff. It's not that easy. And you, um, most of you listening know that. You know that this is not that easy. This is a tough job. This is a challenging field. This is, but it pays phenomenal. 
once you narrow things down and you get things right, you can make incredible money. You'll find that people – I've had some people call me and go, you know, I'm I'm doing about 120 a day. Well, how, you know, where are you at? What, you know, I try to narrow all these things down. And I get to this certain point where I go, okay, you know, because they're telling me they're doing everything that I've said to do and they've learned from others and they're doing everything they're supposed to do right and they're at the right location and they got 3 million people traveling by their car today and they just can't figure out how to make more. And I'll say, okay, you're making 140 a day. How many hours are you out there? Well, about three and a half total was set up, maybe four. Okay, so let's take four. Divide that into 140. Um, that's 30 bucks an hour. Now, even if you take off a third of that for your costs, overhead, cigarettes, beer on evenings, or whatever, that's 20 bucks an hour. Sounds like you just need to work more hours. Or find out what is causing you to not make more during those hours. And that's why we do these shows. That's why there's people like y'all who call in and and um, share your stories or or help another vendor out. Just this week, um, I got, in fact, this was today, I got an um, email from a gentleman in Texas who said, I want you to know I met, um, well, I tell you what, I don't want to butcher this up, but I also don't want to spend a month looking for it for you, but... Um, I don't see it off my top of my head, but he he sent me even a picture of 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 this. But Al and Lisa Miller um, apparently helped this guy, and they even scheduled for him to come work a cart with them for a day to training. And out of the kindness of their heart, they're helping another fellow person trying to make it. And doesn't have a cart yet; it's not in business yet, but they're willing to do that. And that is is why I love y'all. It's why I love y'all because you give back and you help others and you do you you make the world a better place. You make it better for me and you make it better for our children. And that excites me that there's people out there that do that. But sometimes that can be time consuming. We've told some horror stories about helping people out and how that can you know backfire on you. Especially, you know, if they're just draining you of knowledge so that they can try to move in on your spot. And we've had some people do that to other vendors. So you have to watch that. And we've got articles on that um, that are free. Just look them up on the blog. Um, I hope that, um, you know, answers most of it. I get calls from people that say, you know, Ben, what about the economy? Well, I did a video a while back on YouTube called A Bad Economy is Good for Me. In retrospect, the title seems a little insensitive, but I was being honest. The economy lost me, my million-dollar farm. It destroyed my income. It put us in a dinky mobile home and wiped away those nice vehicles, but that same bad and even worse economy is a driving force for those wanting a good deal at lunchtime. Those wanting something great tasting and inexpensive. Um, we are unique. There is a charm and a sense of nostalgia for customers eating from a hot dog cart. The experience is intensified by those vendors whom go above and beyond serving quality meats, fresh buns, 
supreme condiments, and ingenious concoctions all atop a friendly smile and a warm heart. We are the epitome of self-made and self-employed. We represent the values of never quit, take my job, take my retirement, and I will still succeed. I will not wait for work to find me. I will not sit idly by, but instead will create my own. I will support myself and others. I will, and you are too. We are the unsuccessful furniture store owners, the displaced chiropractors, the contractless contractors, the laid-off auto worker, the downsized office staff. We are determined, and we will succeed, and so can you. I hope that that answers your question. I hope that that sheds some light on it to see that, yes, you can. You're grooving live with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. Mobile Food Vendors Association. Do you like freebies and discounts? Then check out MyMSBA.org. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MSBA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit MyMSBA.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's pie crust at the county fair. It's Ben on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Yeehaw! Every time I play that commercial, I um I get excited. Um, <laughs> I um we have people waiting in on the phones, and I want to get to those. And then um, whenever we get a break or the phones, you know, people quit calling in, I'm going to share some stories that have been emailed in and um, so that y'all can um, – so that we can get to all those. But the first one, I'm going to take these in orders as they come in. The first caller, I'm just going to say your last four of your phone number um, is 1062. I'm going to bring you on, and um, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. This is Ben. How can I help you? Well, I wonder who that would be. <laughs> Hello, my favorite DJ hot dog slinger. <laughs> How we doing? Uh, not too bad, man. Not too bad. You know, missed a couple of weeks. I was, you know, you know me, down and out a little bit. I know. But, uh, you know, for those who don't know who I am, it's Yankee Dogs. And uh, you'll see my name up there on the website. It says Mark right now. Yep. But, uh, you know, I was listening, and, you know, you're so right, but you forgot one thing. You said with, a, with an unemployed auto worker, you know, a layoff auto worker and all, we're America, okay? And we're Americans. Exactly. Okay? And we know it's born into us, okay, how to get out, how to make a living, even when we can't make a living, okay? We sit back for five minutes and we think and we know because we're Americans, okay, how to feed our families and what we need to do to get to that point, 
Okay. Now, for guys who are out there, and you know, you were talking about people who say, "Well, I'm not making enough here, and, and I'm not didn't make enough today." Okay. Think about. Look. Step back from your cart. Walk 20 feet, 25 feet away from your cart, and look at it from one side, and then go to the other side of the block and look at your cart. Can you really see it? Do you know it's there? If you were driving by, would you notice it? Okay. Get some color to it. Get a swooper flag and stick out there. Change the scenery. Because what happens is we get so such tunnel vision when we're going to work or when we're going to get lunch. You know, we know we're going someplace. And that's all we see is that place we're going. Because we've seen all of the scenery before. So we're not looking for that scenery. Right. Okay? Does but if you change that scenery and it's in the area of your cart or your stand, people are going to notice that difference, and they're going to look over, and they're going to go, oh, wait a minute, there's a hot dog cart there. Boom, right in there. Give me two hot dogs. Give me, give me a special. Okay? Because they haven't seen you there. A lot of business, and I found this out myself when I had my cart on the streets, and, you know, for those of you who don't, who don't know, I don't have my cart anymore, you know, due to health reasons. Okay, but, uh, you know, I'm still slinging hot dogs in the house. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the wife and the dogs are enjoying the heck out of it. Well, you've, <laughs> but, been, you've been a, a big contributor on Hot Dog Vendor Radio for a long time. Yeah, since we started Hot Dog Vendor Radio, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. From the very first episode, you've, yeah. been, you've been a part of the show. And for those that have missed it, all the shows are available. And you can go download them on iTunes or um, you can download them anywhere. Um, I put them all over the web so you can get them any kind of format you want. But um, Yankee Dogs has has um, a phenomenal vendor um, and Thank you. Had, had a excellent location. Oh yeah, <laughs> a fun one too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and fell upon some health issues that have prevented him from vending. And. Yeah. But he still participates, and I, I thank you for for doing that. Oh, uh, not a problem, man. I mean, you know, these guys these guys are my family. You you know, as we say in the hood, you guys are my peeps. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, I was in the trucking industry for years, okay? Right. What separated me from other drivers out there, and there was plenty of other good drivers out there. Number one, on time. Number two, people knew I was going to deliver. Just like on your hot dog card, okay? They know if your product is good or not. So once they know your product is good and they know you and you have a good personality, you build a rapport with the public, okay? Just like I built a rapport with with the people at at the at the strip club <laughs> where my hot dog card was, okay? I mean, I had customers that weren't even going into the strip club because they saw us there. They were in the strip club once. They would come by at night just to buy a hot dog off our cart. Okay, because they liked us and they liked the product. Okay, but you know, I like I said, you have to distinguish yourself from not only the other vendors, but from the plain old everyday scenery that's there. People have to know you're there. Change it up every now and then. Ex- exactly. I, I, put a different put a different color flag up. Put a different color, you know, uniform shirt on. You know, get make it bright colors. Make yourself seen. Make your, make it obvious that you're there. Well, okay, I, well, and that's going to bring you customers. You know, even it's it's 
not going to bring you an abundance of your customers, but it's going to bring you more than you have. I love your idea, Yankee, that you just shared when you first got on, that you said that just stand away from the car and look at it, and look at it with open eyes. Okay, yeah. as far as as far as you've heard of an open mind, you need to have an open mind and open eyes and look and go, is this appealing? Could I slant it a little bit? Believe it or not, I helped a lady in South Florida. She called me. I've never met her. She didn't buy a cart for me. She's not bought anything for me. And she, um, I helped her over a period of weeks, change the way the cart was set up in a parking lot. She didn't change mm-hmm. the locations. And she added about $100 a day to her income. Net income. Sure, because and, she was probably looking at it at a profile instead of people being able to see it head on. Right. Okay, and, and just yeah, just by changing the position that your cart sits in, you know, change it every couple of days. You know, just turn it a little bit, and people will catch it out of the corner of their eye because it's a different point of view. And moving it. Move it, it 10 yep. feet. Move it 5 feet. Move it up five feet, back five feet, change a little bit of things. But I love that you you brought up because I've never talked about that. I've never heard it. Is is to actually go away and look at it from the road at different angles and see what they would be seeing, see if it's attractive. That is smart to do. I love it. That's that's okay. it. But that's my thought for today. And uh, as you, as I show you, I'm still around. <laughs> I haven't died just yet, so I'm cool. <laughs> We love you, and and I and I hope everything's going good. You know you can always call me Yankee and just holler at me anytime. Yes, sir, we'll do. And all you guys out there, just keep swinging, keep keep looking at the bright side of it because believe me, okay. And I'm telling you, okay, from someone who came from nothing at all, okay, and I mean nothing, okay. You can build your business. You can make the money. You can feed your family on this, okay. So don't get down just because one day is bad or because two days are bad, okay? Life is good. Take my word for it. <laughs> Everybody out there, be careful, be profitable, and, uh, hey, I will catch up with you later, man. Thank you, Yank. Thank Thanks. you, buddy. <laughs> Bye. That was exciting to have him back on. I haven't heard from him in a while. And um, um, if you if you followed the show for a while, you know who Yankee is, a good man. Um, we have some other callers waiting. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. And I'm going to pick up call um, 6639. Um, give me just a second. You're on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How are you tonight? I'm good. This is Lisa Lane Miller with Mickey Dog's Hot Dogs. You just you just mentioned this a little earlier, and I was waiting on my phone. Waiting on my phone, thinking, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm on the phone, I'm on the line. I was impressed with your generosity and your kindness to help someone out. Um, Well, you know, you might as well. I mean, you know, you've helped us out so much, as well as everybody else, with, you know, with the tutorials and the books and the whole bit. Um, And my husband thought he'd been contacted by Sean, and and he thought, well, heck yeah, come on out and we'll, we'll at least try to show you the ropes or, or let you, you know, not throw you through the sharks or anything. But, uh, right, but, give you some guidance. You know, let him, heck yeah, might as well. I mean, you know, it it, it, it helps because he's, uh, he's listening to you, uh, Sean and Debbie are, and they're getting an idea, and I, I don't know yet if they can. I think he's wanting to build a cart. I think that's what he said. 
uh, he's wanting to get uh, you know the the, the blueprints the or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. That should be fun. Of course, you don't want to give them any horror stories, but you do need to fill them in on at least what to look out for and what to what to aim for and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I wanted to, I want to let you know you had mentioned earlier about your uh, uh, your first uh, your first time out with your cart and it nearly blowing up in your face and singeing an eyebrow. Well, oh yeah. Our first our first night out uh, we had a it was a nightclub it was a BYOB nightclub and my husband Boo and he had, we had chili we had the regular stuff and he spilled uh, chili down into the boiler pan. <laughs> <laughs> We had we had boiling water chili dogs. I don't know what that tasted like. But he said, "Well, what do I do now?" I don't know. Leave it there. Just I leave it there. That'd be pre-season. <laughs> That's called super saturating your water. I teach that. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. It I've never funny. taught it with hot dog. You know, with chilies. But um, <laughs> that is funny. Right. But you know, like I said, live and learn. Um, and we uh, we. We've enjoyed it. So we haven't had it very long. We just well, we we bought ours back in in August, uh, and we're musicians, so we were on the road. We've been looking forever because uh, we talked about getting a, a cart for at least a year. And then a friend of ours mentioned uh, that he had run a cart here in Fort Worth for about a year or so. And and I don't I don't believe in coincidences. I think it, there's reason for everything. Right. And uh, and I thought uh, okay. Odd that you would mention that kind of out of the blue. So uh, we began, or my husband began to look online and Craigslist and eBay and used carts and all that stuff. And he said, he said, Lisa, I don't think, don't think this is going to work. It's, these don't look good, <laughs> you know. And we did go look at a few of them, and I thought, oh, not on your life. Is that going to pass any any kind of health code, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so he, uh, he found on Craigslist some guy that had a cart, but he already sold it. But he mentioned, he said, uh, but I bought my cart from Ben's Carts, and Boo said, "Okay, well, who's that?" So we told him about your website and the whole thing. So we ended up ordering a cart from you while we were out on the road. And I said, "Well, let's just drive by and pick it up." Well, seeing that to a Texan just driving by your state and picking it up, so <laughs> that's what we did. So we picked it up and brought it home, and and we've had a blast since then. We've had some uh, trials and tribulations, and and good stuff, and great locations, and. Not so great locations, and but you said like you, you know you live and learn. Now I get to meet you um, here in in not too long, like um, I, maybe twenty days. That's right, that's right. I'm I'm so tickled, and we're see now now when we do these festivals, because like you said down here in the south, we don't stay cold very long, so we're ready to roll. But <laughs> when we do these festivals now, like I told my husband, I said, okay, it's time to divide and conquer now. He said, he said, okay, you're on. But, you know, he usually runs the cart part, and I do, uh, you know, I do the condiments, and I keep everything clean and wiped up, and I get the, you know, I do the other stuff. I'm his sous chef, I guess. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we did a festival back in um, September. It was our first big festival, and it was, uh, it was down the road here in Texas. And it was a biggie. I mean, they, they were expecting around 20,000 people. Not at one time, and it was one of those uh, those antique things where they sit up on the road up and down the highway. Right. And uh, so this was last, this was over many many different miles. 
So we were right at the heart, at the intersection of where this little town, where it starts. And um, it was very, very hot. Of course, down in Texas in September, it was, it was about 101 degrees most of the day. So it was very hot. And my husband's standing at the cart. Like I said, he does all the cooking. And and I'm I'm a good six, eight feet away from him, along with my niece. She's there for the visual, you know. <laughs> if nothing else, she's there. <laughs> but um, so about halfway through the day, he... Um, my husband ran across the street to uh, get some more ice for our for our drinks. We were icing down because it just kept melting and melting. So he he ran back with two big bags of ice and he said, "Lisa, I don't feel too good." And and I, I looked at him. And I thought, "Oh, you're awfully white. You're awfully pale." So I asked him to go inside, sit down in this little uh, store that was air conditioned. So he went in. And he cooled off. And after a minute, the lady who runs the store came out. And she said. We're calling the paramedics, and I thought, what? You know? Oh my God! You know I mean? Yeah, I had never run a cart before, and I'm thinking, at this point, I don't really care about the cart. So I go in, and um, he's, uh, you know, they're they're checking his vitals, and he's looking. And he said, "Get back out there with the cart," and I'm thinking, I don't <laughs> care about the cart right now. You don't seem to understand. You look pale. This is not good. So uh, eventually. Um, he he was he was fine and they everything was still going good but they took him off in an ambulance. We're out in the middle of nowhere in this little country town, and my niece looks at me and she's she's twenty and she's you know she's young and and naive and she looked at me and she says <laughs> we can do this and I thought what I can do what you know <laughs> and, uh, and sure enough we did and I thought I've seen him do this enough to sort of know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, talk about throwing them to the sharks. You live and learn, and you learn fast. But uh, but like I said, just watching him do it several times, I thought, okay. And when you're done, this unhooks from that. Make sure the fire's out. You know that sort of thing. But it, from that that was a little scary. But from that moment on, it has been an absolute blast. We've had more fun from <laughs> you know. From making up hot dog recipes to battling city hall—it's been a, a blast. <laughs> now I want to—I want to tell people something because you know I, I get accused a lot of um, having people on. They think that I plan these, and and the only ones I plan are you know the live interviews. But the—I mean anybody can call in and tell their war stories. Um, and, I, well, and I'd welcome to not tonight. You know the numbers four two four two five eight nine three six four. But um, Al and Lisa have um, they—they have their war stories. They they moved into a town that allowed them. Everything was going good. They were making money. Um, I think that if I'm not correct, you can um, correct me, um, Lisa. But y'all had two locations, and as far as working different different spots at different times, and then now you're kicked out of town, and right. the local food vendor association has stepped up and is going to try to help and has been helping, and so things are. But it didn't stop you. It was a huge oh, hurdle. No. It was a huge hurdle, though. I mean, a lot of people would throw in the towel and go, "Okay, I'm going back to McDonald's. This just isn't for me." And y'all no, did. No, no. Uh-uh. no, not when 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 everybody knows how hard this can be in, at times and places, and getting it rolling initially, it's a hassle. It can be as, as long if you don't have your you know your ducks in a row. But uh, but yeah, in, in this particular little town, it it has been a huge. Uh, hassle, and and right. the, the the food vendor association has stepped up, and they've um, given us uh, lots of uh, detailed information, 
to to bring to to Sea Hall, and uh, we we went to a meeting oh last week sometime, and and at this point I'm thinking you're messing with my income, and I was very <laughs> angry, but I, I was I was repeating everything that the Food Vendor Association said, and and sure enough it it backed them off for a little while. Well. I, I'm impressed, and I, I thank you, Lisa, for calling in and sharing um, all of that. If y'all aren't aware, Lisa um, is fixing to have her own cart and going to run it. And um, I know your husband told me that y'all were um, that you you had already scoped out some locations. Oh, you bet. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I'm so excited to meet y'all. Um, that'll be fun. Well, well, thank um, you a lot. I appreciate you letting me talk and, and jabber on, and we'll we'll see you next month real soon. All righty. Thank you, Lisa, I, and um, I appreciate you. you sharing. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we have, um, let's see, y'all don't give up. If you're waiting on hold, I will get to you. Um, let's see. It's not like the old days where, you know, you paid a dollar a minute just to sit on hold. Um and I'm glad for that. Lisa and Al, they're fantastic people. Um, I, I'm so fortunate to be surrounded by such wonderful people like y'all. Um, it makes me feel good. Um, I'm proud to know y'all, and I'm proud that you um, that you let me be your friend. The I'm trying to make notes as I talk, and it's almost impossible because I, I, I want to keep up with, you know, who calls in for this contest. I need to call, you know, have a blurb so that it recalls your memory of what they said so that I can put it on the um, the contest. Um, let's take another caller here. Um, let me do this real quick, and I'll be back in two seconds. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Okay, welcome back, folks. I thank you. Um, if you would like to call in, I would encourage it. We have two so far, um, and I would like to um, hear hear your story, hear something crazy that happened to you on the cart, um, hear a challenge that you overcame, something. Um, the number to call in is 424-258-9364. Please press option one, or I won't know you're there. Right now, there's over 200 people um, that have called in and are listening on the show um, live, but um, I've only got a couple that are um, waiting um, to speak as far as they're lit up, people that I can actually hit a button. So if you call in and you're wanting to talk, make sure you press option one, and that will get um, us going. You can call in, tell your story tonight, share something, become famous. Um, let's see. I'm going to pick up caller with the last four of zero one four zero. This is Ben. You're listening to live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. 
Hey, man. Hey. This is uh, Randy calling from Galveston, Tennessee. First off, I want to thank you and Keith uh, for putting up with me and answering all my questions. I expanded my uh, steam table to a full width. I have a, a, a cart similar, I don't know if it is one, or similar to the, to the cash cow, and I made a full steam table out of it. And got my, you all sent me my burners and all that and answered all my questions. I got it going. Um, I, I got a problem, and then I got a, a couple of short things. Uh, sure. I'm trying cool. to do, trying to uh, uh, grill my onions on the steam table. I keep scorching them. I don't know whether I'm using the wrong size pan or whether I'm using third size six inches deep. I put just a little bit of oil, not much, and I keep the heat low, but I keep scorching them. And I don't know what I'm doing. You're trying wrong, to, but you're trying to make caramelized onions. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if we have our um, link master um, on the show tonight, but if he is, he can find that link and put it in the chat room. But if not, okay. you will email me. I'll okay. send you. I have a video on learnhotdogs.com in the okay. bonus video section. Okay. Uh, that it shows you how I do it. Now, you, I show it in a pan on the grill. But what okay. you're missing is the Coca-Cola. Okay. okay. Um, lots of Coca-Cola. I use a can on five onions, five okay. big sweet onions. I'll okay. go through a can doing that batch. And so okay. you can put your oil in there and get them started, but they will get hot. You don't have to – I mean, whether you're using a six-inch or a four-inch, you're basically going to have to watch them closer on a six-inch deep pan because it's closer to the burner. But okay. But you can add Coke in there as much as you want to keep things moist. And what will okay. happen is the the moisture, the water in the Coke um, or any soda product as far as cola product, it will evaporate and you'll end up with those sugars. What you're doing is speeding up the caramelization process. Okay. Um, but I've got a cool video that shows you that whole process, but not from a steam pan. I probably need to do one in a steam pan so you can see it, so others can okay. see it too. But well, I'm, I'm in the process now of I've got that done. I bought. A, I'm going to put a grill on this. I've got a grill to mount. I got to get my mounting brackets and all that. So I might be able to eliminate that problem. But uh, I just I've, I've used it. I had an oval burner when I first bought it. It's just a, a full size. Uh, Spillage pan size, and that thing got so hot it warped the cart, the, the stainless steel on the back. And yep. uh, Keith said, he said we need you need to do do something with that. So I I made the full steam table and put the three burners and the gas valve and all that in, and and uh, I'm just trying to get used to that. But uh, so anyway, but anyway, one of my stories was when I first used this cart, uh. I didn't have a full steam table. I, I fired it up and was getting it hot and all that. Why I didn't even think about this, I don't know. But I laid a roll of trash bag liners right on the side of the steam table. It wasn't there for about two or three minutes, and I picked them up, and I lost half my bags because they stuck to the cart. <laughs> I think, dummy, it's hot. Why did you do this? And I, I, I just the first time I was nervous, I was just trying to, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought, well, you don't do that. Well, then this last weekend I did an auction, and I had my gloves up on the sink. See, I had the sink and the uh, cooler option on this. But the gloves, for some reason, I got I got them too hot and ruined half of them. I thought, well, maybe one of these days I'll either be broke or learn from this. 
Oh, my goodness. You know what? I cannot tell you how many times in the beginning that I took my gloves off to take money. I was working by myself or something, and usually my wife was there, and so she'd take the money. But when she wasn't, I would pull my glove off and go to count out change or whatever I was doing, and I would lay them on top. Inadvertently, I wouldn't think about it on top of those pans. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you almost have to throw them away because – it is a nightmare. You'd have to get a grinder to get that plastic off. I still have yeah. those lids with yeah. the black on them. Well, see, now I, my, I have my box of gloves sitting on the sinks, which is right, being as I expand the steam table, I've got more heat coming out up there. Right. And I, I think about half the box of gloves end up throwing them out. So yeah, I'm uh, learning, I guess, uh, the expensive way. Well, I wasn't <laughs> laughing at you. I was laughing with you. No, that's fine. I, I, I think, man, was a. But anyways, that's all I was going to check on. And I, I wanted to talk talk to you about the onions and thank y'all for all your help. Uh, got this thing going and give trying me, to get some more auctions. Give me your things like that. Give me your first name again because I want to write it down and I missed it. Uh, Randy. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's actually the business name is Randy's Doghouse. Yeah. Okay. I I have I've written it down and and you'll be in part of that competition and so okay. I thank you for sharing that um, that's a good story um, the, <laughs> I laugh because uh, I've done it I bet I've done it a handful of times Well I I um, did get the plastic ba- the trash can liners off once I got home and cleaned it up I I used the razor <laughs> knife and and scraped it and it come right off but I thought that you can't make the money you keep you keep losing your <laughs> your your supplies and stuff like that. So exactly. anyway, yep. But anyway, right. but thank thank you very much, man. I'll get off here and listen listen some more. Absolutely. I thank you for calling in. You have uh, a good evening. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Bye. Okay, caller fourteen eighty seven is the last four. Um, I think. Hold on just a second. I'm having button issues, so you're not live yet, but you're fixing to be. Um, caller, um, let's see, let's see, 1487, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, this is Ben, who's this? Hello, this is John Eberhardt. Hey, John. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I am so great, I'm very excited, and I'm just glad that I was able to make it on. (laughs) I am too. I thank you for sharing stuff over on... Um, our Facebook page. Oh, thank you for actually supporting and just letting me put it on your Facebook. Thank you for what you do in general. Like, I just couldn't believe I found a person in a Facebook, you know, site and everything that had all these people that are supporting each other with starting a hot dog cart business. I thought that was amazing. I thought it was the best thing that I could find. So I really appreciate for what you do. Well, I thank you, but it's it's only because of people like you. Um, and, And I'm happy to be a part of that. Thank you. What um, well, I, share with us? Share away. Well, basically, I I just wanted to call because I know that um, everyone has their trials and tribulations and their stories, and I just wanted to tell a little bit of mine. Um, you know, uh, I I don't know if anyone has been able to see a little bit of my story through. I, I recently got approved to be on Kiva Zip. Uh, I I decided that I wanted to do the heart dog business, and I'm one of those people that once I decide to do something, I go full force with it. There's no stopping me. <laughs> and I can um, tell. I, 
<laughs> and I actually I found a great support system out here in Galveston. I couldn't believe that Randy said he's from Galveston, and I didn't even know that he was here. So I was like, oh, there's another gentleman from Galveston. Um, but I'm in Galveston, Texas, and um, I have a, a gentleman named Leon who works with Leon Barbecue, and uh, he's helped me and guided me to speak with a small business organization, and they helped me get on KivaZip, which I'm on there now, and I've raised about 37% in just a matter of days. Um, so I'm oh. very, very excited. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Yes, I'm very excited about that, and um, I, you know, I'm a young lady who's uh, grown up in New York, and um, I've been on my own since I was 14 years old. Um, have two parents uh, that weren't really into the right things. You know, we all have family that are in crazy things, and I'm not. I'm one that I don't have a problem sharing my story because it's helped a lot of other people. You know, um, I came from two parents that pretty much were on drugs, were in a housing authority, and you know, and I put myself. I left home at 14, uh, rented a room in someone else's house until I got to college. I got a scholarship to go to college. Uh, I went to Howard University, put myself through school. I'm now done. You know, I, my major was hospitality management. And, you know, I just, you know, that's the street sweet short version, but I went through a lot of little trials and tribulations, and it only made me a stronger person. I've always been very determined. I let nothing stop me from moving further. When I put my mind to something I always went for no matter how hard it was and you know I always wanted to own like my own restaurant and everything um but I knew that it would be really hard to get all the money and everything like that for it and I managed a a restaurant called you know Red Lobster and I was working 50 60 hours a week I was I mean I was going hard and you know, bringing in five or six hundred dollars a week, working you know all those hours for a restaurant, you know, and I was just like, I've always been the entrepreneur type, and I was just like, you know what, I can make my own money. I was doing, you know, I, I could make five or six hundred working for myself, and I've done it before. So I was like, you know, let me go ahead and do my own thing, and I just started to do uh, full body waxing and stuff like that. But I always knew I still wanted to go back to the food industry. So what? I just did some research, and I Googled things, and, you know, I ran into, like, you know, hot dog vending. And I, was, and I realized how much you could make if you, you know, if you're in the right location, if you're great with people, you know, and then with my background with food and everything like that, I was like, I could so do this, you know. So I just started researching and researching. I found you. I found all these different sites. And you said, I just said, I'm going to go for it. And, you know, I got my family behind me. They're excited about it. And I was like, this could be something that's a family business. Everyone has to, you know, do something. And I felt like I, I was like, this would be a great start. And then I might continue to do this and go into other things with the hot dog carts. Or I might just say, okay, now I want to bring it to another level and get a restaurant. You know, who knows? Who knows what God has in store for me? But I know that he brought me here. And he brought and I and I do believe that there's a purpose for everything. And he brought me here with this hot dog cart business. And I was just like, I'm going to do that, and I'm gonna see where it leads me. I have different steps ready, but I'm ready to go. And I just tell everyone out there, no matter what you go through, if you put your mind to something, there's nothing that can stop you from getting it. And I had all the odds against me, but nothing stopped me. And you know, it's 
I just want to put that there for other people to just remember, like, just keep on pushing. Even if you already have your business and you're struggling with it, just, you know, keep talking to everyone that's doing it and figure out what you could be doing better. You know, you can always improve yourself. I don't care how long you've been in the game with the hot dog carts. You can always make yourself better, and that's just been my goal in life, and I'm going for it. So look out for me. <laughs> look out for me because I'm coming. I am, I'm proud of you, and, and I just learned more about you that um, – you know that's endearing, and it it um it pulled at my heart um your story of growing up. If you would like to read about Jonna's story, I posted a picture of her. If you look at the second post down at learnhotdogs dot com, um you'll see this beautiful lady. Click that, oh, thank you, and it will take you to her page and and a story about her and everything. And and if you feel inclined to help her, if you're in a position to help her, um get her Kiva loan going, you can lend $25, $50, $1,000. Heck, go crazy and lend her $2,500. You get the money back, you can take it back and spend it at McDonald's or Walmart, or you can... You can lend it but to you know them. I won't let you guys down. And the great thing about it is is that I didn't even realize until later that I got approved somehow to get my loan matched. So whatever anyone does, they will double it. And I was just like, Oh my god, why are they doing that? You know, I could, I don't even I still don't know what's happening, but I'm just like, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, so, that's fantastic. John, I really appreciate you coming on and taking the time to share. No problem. No problem. My pleasure. And uh, please keep me up to date on your progress. I will. I will. I love, peace, and blessings to everyone. I wish you all good luck. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, we have calls waiting, and I appreciate your patience. I know you've um, been waiting. Um, Don't um, hang up, and we'll get to you. I'm going to take caller um, with the last four of 9775. And I think I know who this is. Is this Carol in Nashville, Tennessee? Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Carol? Uh, I'm doing good. Doing good. I got a um, story for you. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready happened, for the story. Happened today. But I, I did want to tell you that um, I had this customer come up to me today and ask me, um, are you a mobile food vendor? And I don't know what happened, but I, I said, no, I'm a fluid fodder peddler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is what happened. I went to Pearl's house last night, and she, her uh, husband built out, took the back seats out of my truck, and built in there, to, um, you know, a wood shelf so I could slide everything in there and everything looks great. It's the dog machine. So I get, I leave her house this morning. <clears throat> my car is finally working. Got my ducks in a row. Everything's clean. And I, well, first of all, the first thing that happened was I bought the wrong cleaner for it, and I put this oven spray on my cart, and it smudged it nasty. So that was a that was a uh, bump in my road for the day. Then I go, I get everything in order. I go down to the Tiger Mart, and I to get a cup of coffee before I head to these three churches. They're all together, and I'm going to sit in the middle of these three churches, and then the church is going to let out, and everybody's going to eat hot dogs. And I'm going to make a million dollars. And so I go there, I pull my door handle, which is rigged with a string, and the string snaps. So the only way I can get out of my door, because my window is the only window that opens, is I have to push the, the button to let it down, but halfway down, it slides all the way down into my glass door, all the way down to my door. So I'm already messing with all this stuff, 
I go to start the car because I left my money in my pants pocket back at the house two blocks back, and my car <laughs> won't start because the second starter in two weeks now has gone bad. But the sun's shining in Tennessee, so I've still got a <laughs> smile on my face. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, no, demons have not been assigned to me. I'm not going there. So remember we were talking the other day about uh, this lady sitting there and sitting next to the Tiger Mart? Yep. So there was a parking lot right next to her. I thought, I'm just going to push this bad boy right over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just going to bed until they tell me to get the hell yeah, get off this property. So I made a million dollars today. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and let God be true. So, and every man a liar or woman or goddesses. But that's my great story for the day. I, I succeeded. <laughs> and I you overcame. Made, you made it through it. And I made a million dollars. I um I, ho- I hope you did. Well, I did. I did. I did more than if I would have just sat here and. But it was, you know, it was just crazy. I still got to sell, and I met. Oh man, I met this guy today that um, he runs the biggest Ford dealership in Franklin. They took my card and wanted me to come out there and make a million dollars on his dealer lot. So I thought that was a gravy, gravy contact score. I and then I bet you I can tell you of twenty vendors right now that are working in front of um at car lots, the busy car lots that are making a kick butt living. And yeah, so, well I mean I just it was just great contact. That could be but a big then, then I had to figure out a way to get my cart home because my car was dead at the Tiger Mart lot. Because I already pushed this thing all the way over Kingdom Come to get it to this little lot. Felt like it anyway. So, so I got one of the DOMs that follows me around town, the dirty old man around, but not really. Um, <laughs> no, man, I tell you, I tell you, there's some DOM dog, uh, hot doggers out there. But anyway, so I got hitched a ride and got my cart back here, and I uh, will get my car running tomorrow. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, I'm impressed. I thank you for calling in and sharing, Carol. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, and that girl that was just on here, Donna. just as soon as I get this million dollars deposited, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her some. I'm gonna loan her my twenty five. Good. Yeah, she's that sounds good. She sounds like she's got great energy. That's fun. I'm gonna. Um, I think I'm gonna come up with some challenge on the Facebook page too for y'all that um, will um, help get her to her goal. Um, that her story inspired me. That's exciting. But thank you so yeah, much, Carol, for taking the time to call in. I know you're busy and you've got, you know, nine hundred kids and you work, work, work. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good one. All week. right. You too. All right, bye bye. Okay, folks, um I'm moving on. I promise I'm moving on, moving on. Give me two seconds again, please. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to learnhotdogs.com. I hope y'all are having as much fun as I am. 
Um, the number to call in on is 424-258-9364. We're live here on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Press option one, and we'll get your story on. We've got several callers waiting. I'm going to go ahead and take calls. Um, caller with the last four of 2057. You are officially live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Who's this? And we'll get your story on. Hello. Hello, hello. Yes. You'll want to... Uh, You'll probably want to turn that off because there is a delay. There's a lag time, and it'll confuse you. (laughs) I just did. I'm sorry. I I didn't hear you call me, (laughs) and I just heard you saying hello. (laughs) How you doing, Ben? I'm doing wonderful. What's your name? My name is Daniel Aguirre. Daniel. uh, Yeah, um, I've been listening to you for a long time, uh, trying to get my uh, card going and just trying to get the – the money needed to get. Oh, I ordered the, um, the the DVDs from you. Been watching them like crazy, and I'm about a third way into my cart. But I'll tell you something. Um, I've uh, there's a there's a vendor out here in my area, and uh, after I talk to them, I, I I really want to talk to these people, get to know them. This guy's kind of hard to talk to. One of those guys you've mentioned in your radio station that you say is one of the guys that is constantly uh, poor mouthing. Uh, yeah, bad mouthing. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And he's not friendly at all. Um, and but anyways, I'm very excited to to get my cart going. And the other day, I was taking my kids to uh, a class of theirs, and this kid, my my son said, "Hey, Dad, look, there's a uh, hot dog cart." I thought, "No, no way!" In the middle of this parking lot, and sure enough, as I drove up there, he was. And I really wanted to talk to this guy. I was a little he- hesitant. And I pulled up, and I I asked him, I said, hey, are you going to be around next week? And he says, no, I'm just here for today. So I figured I'd get out and talk to him. He seemed pretty friendly. Um, but I met the neatest guy, and uh, he, he's, he's got a cart named Bill's Hot Dogs. And he's he's out in a, in a city net next to me. And um, I just started talking to him. He was so friendly, this guy. Uh, lifted me up, and, you know, just he was just <clears throat> just felt so good to talk to this guy, you know. Well, good. And Did he share something with you that inspired you. You know, uh, just how friendly he was. He bought me a hot dog. One thing I noticed, I, I, I tried to talk to him, and he was so helpful. He had this one. Uh, I told him I want. I shared him. I shared you with him, and uh, I, ch- I told him about the mobile food vendors. He didn't know anything about these, and um, he had this this badge or this uh, magnet on his cart and had the an acronym UBHDV. I asked him what is that? And he goes, That's a brotherhood uh, let's see brother United Brotherhood of Hot Dog Vendors. And he says there's no there's no membership but we just help each other. I thought that was the greatest thing because he was such a helpful person. And that is he, a cool, uh, a cool yeah. I, I'm going to try and uh, get my boy to help me set up uh, um, a picture on, on, on uh, Facebook to, to put it. It's a little badge, and, and I said, well, what do you folks do? And he says, we just help each other. You know, if you run out of buns and I have buns or hot dogs and or you need help at your event, I've come over and help you power wash, whatever it is you need to do to get uh, get going. And I thought, wow, that, that's so so great. No, no fees. You just, you're just a member. And he said to me, the thing that really that stuck with me was, he said, uh, he, he, 
First of all, he bought me a ham, a hot dog. He offered me a hot dog. My kids a hot dog. I had no money with me. And he said, no, you're a, you're, you are a brother now. And I, I was just taken back by that. And he says, he goes, now you're, now you're one of us. And he made me feel so good. There's, and I just thought. I love this. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, well, I do mean to interrupt you, but um, not for bad reason. I think that is fantastic that there's people yes. out there like that, like Al's yes. and, and all these people that help others. It is fantastic. And, mm -hmm. um. That is cool that you got to meet this guy after being kind of discouraged by the, you know, not-so-nice hot dog vendor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not only uh, did I get to uh, meet this guy, I got to share a little bit of what you did, and I was so excited. I hope he looks into it and finds out more about you, but uh, he was a neat guy, and I just wanted to share that there, that just, you know, these hot dogs, some of these hot dog vendors, you know, the, the bad, poor mouth, you stay, stay away from that, but these other guys will lift you up, and it was just really neat to talk to him and just get so, uh, I was, I told him I was making a cart and he was a little confused by that. He, so are you having it made? I said, no, I'm actually building it. I started to show my pictures and, um, he says, wow, that's great. So I was telling him about your site and how, how, how helpful you are. And I just, just felt I was so blessed. I was, I was so blessed to be able to meet him and, and to have you, have you at uh, what you offer everyone, is such a blessing. So, I just wanted to call and share that with you, and I'll try and get some pictures up. This guy uh, got voted best hot dog by Metro, which is a magazine, uh, and he's got wow. that written on, on his cart and stuff. So, yeah, anyways, definitely get it and tell him about us. I appreciate you sharing about us and the Mobile Food yes. Association, and I thank you for um, for calling in and sharing that with us. I'd love to. Follow your progress as you get your cart built. Please let me know or send in Alrighty. pictures. And um, that'd be fantastic. But thank you again, sure. um, Daniel. I really appreciate that. Okay, Ben. Well, thank you so much for all that you've done and are doing. I appreciate you it. You bet. You bet. I'm happy to do it. All right. You take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We'll see you. That's inspiring. Um, I know I, I say that. Um a lot, but I, I've been fortunate to be around a bunch of people that inspire me, and that's neat. That that guy would buy him lunch, the kids lunch, and and share information with him, and you know, make him a part of that brotherhood. That is just fantastic. Um, let's see, let's see. We have another caller. Um, we've got several callers. Please be patient. I'll get to you. I promise. Um, I'm going to pick up um, caller with the last four of thirty three twenty five. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben. Hey. This is Gail. I live here in Tennessee also. I actually uh, sent you the picture of uh, I'd want to win the cart more than a fat girl love cakes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So I'm, glad, I'm glad I got you to laugh on that one. Um, I, I'm still doing my due diligence. I've been really trying to research and soak everything up like a sponge. I, I hear you say that all the time about the due diligence part. But I do have a question for folks who are still in mainstream America of having to work for others rather than themselves. And uh wanted to ask you a quick question about folks who do own their own business. Um, what, do people, what are people doing for health insurance? Um, for their own personal health insurance. I mean, I'm just a little nervous to jump the, nothing, you know what I mean, the other side on that. Um, nothing. Um, I have not had health insurance since um, 
since I had the furniture business. Okay. I just and, worry about it. That was the one oh, piece that I worry about. You're you're not alone. Um Americans worry about it, period. Um sure. my wife has some issues and we had to go to a specialist this past week and because it's not life threatening, um, you know, you can't just go to the hospital because they all they you know, the ER will see anyone, even indigent people. But sure. we and we don't have a HMO or anything, so I had to you have to come out of pocket, which sure. some people can't afford that. And and I, I was talking to my wife on the way home, and I, I I literally got tears in my eyes thinking about how how bad this could be. You know, if she ends up needing surgery, how do you afford that? You know, sure. which 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 of my kids do I not feed? Um, and and I'm being facetious, but I, I'm being serious in a way because it it is a challenge. I'm hoping that one day the Mobile Food Vendor Association is big enough that they can go to somebody like Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna or one of those companies and go, listen, we're a this big membership group, and we want a group policy. Well, group policies help you eliminate pre-existing conditions, and they take the whole group as is, where is, for a discount. And okay. So you're not alone, and it's a good question. We've talked about it before because a lot of people are in this boat. I've been self-employed you know, all my life, and at, at twice now in my life I've been successful enough to have insurance. But okay. insurance right now for my family is $1,400 exactly. yeah, $1, a month. And yeah. I just don't know which child I'm going to um, have to sell to do that um, or yeah. rent out. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, and I I totally agree. I just wasn't sure if there was like, you know, I mean, I I definitely can go out there and, you know, solicit and try to find some, but I don't want to I just didn't know if people maybe had, you know, particular, you know, people that they were talking to, you know, this particular, you know, Blue Cross takes, you know, does the best uh, amount of money, you know, that type of thing. So I just wasn't really sure, and I just wanted to double-check and, and ask that question. And, and I have one one more quick question. Sure. If there's anybody, how would I find out if somebody, if I wanted to maybe do an apprenticeship for free, and somebody, you know, just to kind of see, hey, is this really for me rather than jumping? I know, is there anybody that you know of in Middle Tennessee that's willing to let me soak some knowledge from them? Well, Carol that just was on the phone. Um, would okay. probably let you follow her. There's some vendors out there that they charge just because okay. they're in an area where they get too many requests. Plus, it it is it can be a pain. You know that can. I've heard some horror stories even on here about sure. you know people that invited somebody to come watch them for the day or help them and then took a stalker and um, one guy lost his spot. Um, oh wow! To the guy he helped get started. The guy oh, wow. went to the place where he was and said, hey, did you know he was into drugs? And they let him go. They told him, oh, we don't wow. want you here, off of hearsay. And so that happened in North Carolina. And wow. and so I even called the manager of that store and said, no, this guy is not. And it still didn't get turned around. But I just that, – that's vendors risk that. And so some of them know, you know, are more careful, but um, – Obviously, not everybody's that way. Nobody, not everybody's vindictive. Um, but if you want to get a hold of Carol, if you will email me, Ben at LearnHotDogs.com, I will, um, I will put you in touch with Carol, 
because she's okay, in, she's in Nashville. That's pretty close, isn't it, to you? Yeah, I'm I'm between Nashville, Beach Grove, Murfreesboro. I can hit any of those those places. Okay, so. okay. Well, she's got kids in Murfreesboro. Uh, okay, wonderful. Some adult kids. Um, okay. and and so I will um, I'll hook you up with her, and maybe she she can let you go out and watch for a day or help for a day and get get a feel of you know what this entails. Good deal. Well, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate everything you're you're doing for everybody. I know you hear that a lot, but it really is helpful. And I mean, even your YouTube stuff. I mean, I've just I watch it over and over and learn each time. So it's it's great experience. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Gail. Thanks for calling in, and you have a good evening. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, I'm the next caller we're going to take is caller with the last four of seventeen forty five. Um, caller 1745, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. This is Ben. How are you tonight? Hey, Ben. If you don't get my voice, I'll just say good, good. <laughs> Doug, you know what? It was crackling on my end, and yeah. it still is. I can hear it crackling, but um, how are you? This is um, this is Doug's Dogs. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Doug's ahead. Dogs out of Georgia. How are you? Hey, Ben. Um, we're doing pretty good down here. You know, I, I keep hearing these people talk about, you know, how do they know when they're doing good or, you know, how many thousands of dollars do they want to make. Right. Um, I think uh, the, about the best way that I've been able to judge mine, which, you know, as you know, I do it part-time. So I have health insurance and all that anyway because I'm retired. Uh, right. Military. But... How I judge that I'm doing good is how much money I give away each year to charity. And I gave away almost $1,000 last year. So and was that, that was... That, was that all on the Wounded Warriors deal? You're, I know you're, you're real close with them. Yeah, well, I gave... Uh, most of it, the majority of it went to uh, Augusta Warrior Project. Then some goes to uh, the Shriners Hospital. Um, a little goes to uh, Breast Cancer Society, uh, uh, Gender Diabetes Society. Uh, I just kind of spread it out a little bit, and it, it's something that I enjoy doing. But And the other thing that everybody keeps talking about that is kind of funny to me is um, people coming up and asking people how to get into the hot dog business and, right. you know, uh, how do I do this? And I've always wanted to do this. And, you know, I've helped uh, different vendors and I've been I real think, lucky. I've never got burned. So Well, no, you, no, I don't think the most people are out there looking to burn someone. I just, um, you know, I, I guess because of where I am, I hear more of that. I hear more of the and, negative and I hear more positive. Yeah. And then the other thing that I see is, to me, like the other, a couple of days ago, I went out and I had a hundred and fifty dollar day. To me, that's a good day um, because I do it part time, and a hundred and fifty a day is makes me happy. Um, but you know, I go by the averages that I do per you know for the whole year. And last year, I normally averaged about 171 a day for the days that I went out last year, which was about 60 times, 69 times, good number. Uh, wow, but, that, uh, is a good, that is good. Um, yeah. And 
I know that you have fun with it, and that's another thing about this is you 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 recently changed from a, a location that was working um, to go just to have different scenery. You went to a new spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and well, I did a, um, a a horse show this weekend, and I did it last month. And I'm not making a whole lot of money doing the horse show, but I'm having a good time going to the horse show because I actually enjoy it, and uh, you know. I make enough money to, you know, pay my expenses, and and I still have a good time. So, you know, that to me is worthwhile. Uh, you were talking about uh, the one thing that vendors don't uh, aren't looking at when they're talking about getting spots and getting customers and things like that is um, I do a lot of corporate events now, and where uh, like. Uh, one of our local banks that I have a spot in front of the bank called me, matter of fact, last week and said, we want you to come to one of our branches and just stand there and give out hot dogs, and or hot dog combos, actually. Right. And uh, so I'm going to be giving out hot dogs for in April for t- uh, two weekends in a row, or two Fridays in a row to all their customers that come up. And... To me, that's what I call easy money. Because <laughs> all I have, you know, I don't, I don't have to count money. I just count hot dogs and give them out. And, um, and I, you know, I do a lot of that, you know, like for the uh, Ford dealership and, you know, different corporations I do events for. But mostly I do it because I enjoy it. And I think that's the big thing. I, I see a lot of vendors that, especially at festivals and things, it and they're doing it strictly for a living. And the pressure on them is I've got to make, you know, this much money. If I don't make this much money, I'm mad at the world. And uh, I guess it's a lot easier on me because, you know, I am retired and, and I do have that to fall back on for, you know, medical insurance and all that. Right. Well, a lot of us, you know, we we're not there. I was one, and and there when I first started out, I was panic mode, and so I can relate to that feeling of feeling, oh my gosh, I've got to make this work. This doesn't work. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do. I've borrowed, I've you know, begged, and so I I agree. Um, you're and you're not in a real big town, are you, Doug? No, I'm in a real small town. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I don't know what the population is. Um, off the top of my head, but we uh, the biggest thing we have is a Walmart in in our town. So I mean, and it's I mean that's about the whole town. We probably got we have one car dealership, one Walmart, um, about four banks, and that's pretty much you know the whole town. Uh, a few local businesses and things like that, you know, furniture stores and stuff right. like that. But it's it's a real small town, and um, and my biggest thing is I don't set up at the same time uh, on the same day. I set up when I'm off work and when I want to set up or when the weather's not bad or cold. Right. And I still have people that, you know, will actually follow me around and wonder, you know, where you been? <laughs> and <laughs> I enjoy it. The, the one thing that the listeners need to understand that uh, you, I know you're modest and everything, I started doing this in 2009, and then since in 2009, if I call Ben and say, Ben, I need help, or I need to know how to do this, or 
can you tell me why this doesn't work or what do I need to do? Uh, you always return your phone calls, and that's unusual for somebody that's selling hot dog carts or, you know, selling widgets or anything else. Right. You know, you don't forget about your customers. I and sure appreciate we really, Michael. We appreciate that. And uh, But anyway, let me get off this phone because you know me. I'll talk everybody to <laughs> death, and, you know, have a great show. Hey, thank you, Michael. Have a good evening, and thanks for calling in. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, we have about 20 minutes left. We still need more callers. Um, let me go ahead and tell you this real quick. Um, we do have callers waiting, but we need more to reach the 15 so we can have the competition. I wanted to – I still have to read those emails, um, the people that couldn't make it tonight. And if by chance we have to end the show, you can't – all those listeners on the phone will still be able to hear it, Okay. Um, and I'll keep the show going, but the live show that you're listening to through the Internet will not stay because they'll shut it off, um, and I can't extend it. Um, but you won't miss those, especially if you just go to the blog tomorrow. I'll have them up at some point. Um, but I'm going to take another caller Caller with the last four of 1745. This is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hello, hello. Hang up and try again, Ben. You hit me twice. Did I hit you twice? I'm sorry. Yep. Um, okay, this is Ben on Hot Dog Vendor Radio Caller with 9944. Hey, Ben. Corey with Hot Doggies. How are you? Hey, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. I, I just read your update. Um, it came right before the show started um, on your Kiva update. Oh, right. Yeah, about the trailer. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I got a, I got a buddy out there working on it right now. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, what are you going to share yeah, yeah. tonight? Well, you know, we 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 hear a lot of different success stories, and and uh, you know, even with O'Dohies, I've been listening to your show over a year, and and you know, when watching people like Darren, uh, that Philly guy doing his build, and and seeing his his success and everything, and and uh, you know, we a lot of times we'll see people's success. Uh, but in, we don't realize in the midst of all that there really is a lot of things that can be discouraging, and that's what's kind of good about a show like tonight is we can share some of those, you know, the pitfalls and some of the things that have happened. Uh, you know, for instance, for us, even when we first started, you know, those that, that know our story, uh, you know, it, I we had started uh, doing a, some, some church stuff with the hot dog cart, and in the process of that, started listening to your show and, and uh decided to go ahead and build a cart, uh, and the week we started getting all of our stuff to build, uh, that next week uh, is when our division at work, they eliminated our division. And so we were kind of, although thinking about getting into doing this kind of part-time just as a hobby, uh, we were kind of forced into it. And uh, a situation like that kind of couldn't be a pretty bad situation. And like the caller a little while ago talking about, Insurance, you know, we're stuck in that situation too. We, you know, we don't have the insurance yet either. There's a lot of discouragement uh, as you're out there, uh, but there's a lot of good things as well. Uh, you know, when we started and we got out there, it was in the dead heat of the summer, uh, you know, 106 to 110 degrees just about every day it seemed like out there. And we got a, what we thought was this great spot, uh, high traffic, you know, statistical, you know, initial news vendor, we had high traffic. We were just like a block away from Walmart. Uh, we were in a little 
strip mall area with GameStop and everything. And, uh, man, just people were going by left and right. I thought, man, this is the perfect spot. Uh, but it was really tough for people to get in and out of our parking lot. And when people are zipping by, I mean, they're they're not thinking about stopping in our little spot there. And uh, we were doing fair, but it was just to that point where we're like, you know what, we're not going to be able to continue doing this with, you know, with what we're doing for now. And uh, the owner of our lot, uh, he stopped in one day. First time I'd actually met him face-to-face. I just talked to him over the phone. And uh, all of a sudden he, he's wanting money from us, more money. And it was just something we couldn't do. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're, you know, it's tough, you know, and, and we're just getting started. We're already strapped for cash because unemployed other than the hot dog cart. And uh, so we were kind of hit with a situation where, you know, we're done at this lot because we couldn't afford to pay him anything. Uh, and uh, so we had customers that were coming to us saying, hey, we know other places where you could go. And as it came as it came about, we, we found another spot, which is the same spot we're at today. Uh, and it's been a fantastic spot. You know, when it comes to, like, say, location is a huge thing. And uh, it's the foot traffic, just the delay of the land. It's amazing what just a little a little different location change can make such a huge difference. Uh, but, you know, while we're out there, it's, you know, hot weather. We had newly laid asphalt. I mean, it was just incredibly uh, discouraging when we got started. And, uh, you know, there was, a, there was one time we're out there, and, and I had forgot to fill up our spare propane tank and ran out of gas. And I know a lot of you guys have had that happen. And so my wife and I are out there. I said, hon, I'm going to have to leave you. And luckily it was at a kind of a quiet, dead spot. I said, I'm going to hurry up around and and get your tank. And while I was gone, here came the crowd, you know. And so here's my wife, (laughs) no gas. You know, they were hot dogs, but they were were still simmering, but it was going lower and lower. And I came back and I seen the line of people. I'm like, oh, great, you know, my wife's going to kill me. But, you know, we got over that hump. I never have run out since. You know, you learn from your mistakes. We had uh, another time our umbrella uh, took off and, and took off straight up out of our cart and flew and busted it to pieces. Uh, I know some of you guys have had that happen before. Uh, you know, and, and other times we've gone out there, beautiful day, and then a rainstorm comes and you don't even have a chance to bear down and just got hammered. Uh, you know, those ti- those things happen. I mean, there are times it's discouraging. But in the same respect, you know, we had customers come right in the rain and stand out there with us because we've got to make such good friends with people, you know. Uh, had another time, Brian Shores, the old Link Master, he made a stop in Rolla on his way down to, to Oklahoma and just stopped out of blue. I survived that. That was probably our biggest challenge yet. We we, we uh, got to serve <laughs> Brian. So, you know, honestly, in all the ups and downs, it is a great business. Uh, and uh, between all the different vendors that we've got to talk to, uh, all the help you've given, uh, just good stuff, you know. And and of course, uh, the time uh, I flipped my cart going on the way home, uh, you know, the old doggy's cart. And I remember I wasn't too far from the house, probably about a half mile from the house. And that was a rainstorm where I was trying to hit and get home before the rain really hit. Oh yeah. And somehow, some way, it uh, a good gust of wind, and something you always have to check is is the coupling on on your hitch. Make sure that's tight all the time. It was down and locked, but that coupling, that little nut on the bottom side had loosened up enough that as the wind caught it, it totally flipped the cart uh, oh. behind me. 
And I thought, well, there goes everything. You know, your heart sinks because that's oh, yeah. everything we have. Everything we have is in that cart, you know. And, uh, you know, our, our customers were pulling for us. We were down uh, just a little over a week, maybe about a week. You know, you were real quick with sending us a new hot water heater and, and just some different things, and it didn't take us too long to get it repaired. But, you know, a lot of discouragement. But okay. you can persevere and continue, or you can just give up. And and a lot of times, you know, you think it's pretty easy just to give up and and uh, do something else. But uh, this has been a very rewarding job for my wife and I both, and and uh, and still even today, we're doing the, we're we're working on doing the trailer. Now, I mean, we've been successful enough that we decided we're going to do the trailer and and through the Kiva uh, Kiva Zip loan, uh, you know, we were able to to get a trailer. And there's some wiring issues that we're getting rewired, but. Uh, Hopefully in another week we'll be out there with the trailer and and uh, again you know customers are just uh, just waiting for us and cheering us on so it's been a great deal. I I love the fact that you're you've been able to expand. I love the fact that you started you know you thrust into this from a part time aspect or perspective on it and then go into full time and then be forced out of a spot just because they want too much and you end up finding a good spot. Um, right. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Corey, for sharing with us. Absolutely. Sorry I rambled on, but uh, no, I, I it's, it's every just second good to hear. Of... Right. I thank you a bunch. Thanks for all you do, Ben. You bet, Corey. I hope you have a good evening and holler at me anytime. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Folks, um, we're going to have to hurry. I'm going to take another caller here. Um, caller with the last four of 0462. This is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Ben, this is Pam in uh, Illinois. Hey, How Pam, you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm glad you came on. Well, I made it home in time, and uh, I've been <laughs> listening to the show. I, I missed the first half hour, but it's it's, it's awesome. It's totally <laughs> awesome. Well, good. Well, share something with us quickly, and I'm going to try to get as many emails as I can in. But um, okay. I want you to share first, if you don't mind. Um, okay. You're, you're new um, your new thing you're doing? Uh, the contest? Yes. Okay. Quickly. I'm doing, uh, well, I had customers. Uh, last year was my first year. Um, I had five different hot dogs, the New York dog, the Chicago dog, the California dog, et cetera, and some of my customers were asking me why um, I didn't have a Macomb dog, which is the name of our town. And uh, I said, well, I, I never thought of that. So because I'm seasonal and I'm closed down for the winter, I decided to do a contest for a Macomb Diggity Dog. Uh, my, the name of my company's Hot Diggity Dogs, um, after the Mickey Mouse song. But <laughs> um, so, so I put this together, uh, an ad that's going to start next week, and it's... Um, it basically says it's easy. Submit up to three condiment choices to be judged for best flavor combination, along with name and phone number. Um, entries are due by the end of February 28. Um, they are going to uh, win one free lunch bundle, which is any hot dog choice, chips, and a drink uh, per month. And I'm I'm open May through September, so they'll be receiving. The winner will be receiving five free lunches. Um, 
and then I'm going to announce the winner. We'll have a taste test and uh, pick out five, perhaps. I, I mean, I don't know how many entries I'll get. Hopefully I'll get five. <laughs> right. Uh, and we'll do the taste test of those, um, and then we'll announce the winner in the April uh, Daily Brief, which is a newspaper that I'm advertising in here locally. So we will have, hopefully, a Macomb dog this coming year. So I'm going to add that to the menu. That's fantastic. Um, I I saw your ad, and I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, I've never heard of a vendor doing it and getting people, their community involved in creating their next dog. Um, I think that is smart. And when I do the blog today or, or tonight or tomorrow, I will put on it a picture of that so others can see what you did. Cool. Well, now, you know, after you mentioned that, um, it makes sense that if, if vendors in their local communities want to have a dog named after their town uh, and run a contest for this, uh, you know, as you well know, I had great support from my community. Um, and so, you know, I'm just going to try this. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's wonderful. Do you have anything you want to share as far as um, um, uh Something funny that happened, or something a nightmare that happened, or something an obstacle you overcame. Um. I don't. I, well, my obstacles were horrible, and I, I don't really, you know, I don't want to relive those. I I, uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember the one you shared about the college. Yeah, uh, I I was duped a couple of times, um, but you know, I I never really got back to you on those. Um, both of those entities that duped me originally. Uh, were kind enough to call me, ask me to come back, said that their, uh, you know, the junior college duped me, uh, not on purpose. I know, I know. You shared it on here one night, Um, but I was just as upset as you were. They, uh, I actually got a phone call from the president of that community college asking me to come back and said the students were missing me, and so, you know, I'm, I'm entertaining that for this coming year, but I'm not sure I'm going to. Um, I have other avenues that I'd like to try, and and uh, so that you know, I just don't know yet. Now, do you still um, have Willie? He'll be back. No, uh, Willie came into some problems with the law, oh. um, which caused me to shut down a couple of weeks early. But um, no, that's not going to be possible this this coming year. Well, crud. Maybe you'll find another Willie. I hope so. Because <laughs> we were, were we were a good team. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I was saddened and and, and upset, and so you know those are just the things you'll run into. Oh yeah. Well, hey, listen, I, I know you'll. Of, do it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I wanted to tell you real briefly because I think this will be good information for your listeners. I got my. Um, I, I have an accountant because I, I can't go there. I, I, I was too busy dogging to keep track of the books and all of the reports and things that have to be turned in. But I got my profit loss statement this month. And so I just wanted to quickly share with, with your listeners how I did. Wonderful. Um, I, I had five hot dogs ranging from $2 to the to the the most expensive three fifty uh chips for fifty cents drinks pop and water a dollar each okay 
I brought in, in a 12-week period, $14,489. That was my gross gross income. Congratulations. Uh Which I think is, what, about $1,100 a week? And that was your your new. And your new. And faced obstacles. And you lost employees. And, and, and. And, and, and. Then, if you subtract the cost of the goods, the product, which was another $4,400, that left me a gross profit of $10,041. Well, what it boils down to is, I just did some math, um, I worked a 32-hour week. I had four days at six hours and one day at eight hours when I was doing the double shift at the factory. So 32 hours of actual work time. My my sales only occurred in a two-and-a-half period, two-and-a-half-hour time frame uh, for lunch. And then at the factory, I put in uh, an eight-hour day, four hours for each shift. Anyway, what that boils down to is $26 an hour. So I just want everybody out there to know that the money is there to be made. I wasn't um, as smart as I could have been with my expenses, but I've I've learned what to do and what not to do now. And I did have uh, originally a $4,000 uh, investment. I got a loan for startup costs and, you know, to buy all of the goods that you need in order to function, not including the cart. The cart ran me about 3600 So basically for an $8,000 investment, you can start your own business, and that's that is a really inexpensive way to. I mean, it doesn't take much to start this business, and the profits hopefully will come to me this coming year, as I'm smarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and they'll keep growing because you'll learn better ways and 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 to do things that that increase your profit margin. Um, by cutting expenses, by not you know there was mistakes made. We all make them, and yeah. and those cost us. So, I thank you so much, Pam, for for taking the time to um, to call in and share that. Um, there's not many that will share their incomes, um, and I think that is awesome that you were willing to do that and that you've done it in the past with your trials and tribulations. Yeah, one other one other really quick thing. It pertains to buns. I, I, I haven't shared this with you yet. Um, I was buying my buns at Sam's, which you know you're you're pushing cart cart those those huge carts full of buns bun packages, and you go through the line with a hundred packages, and then you have to load them up, and then you have to bring them home, and then you have to have freezer space. Well, I discovered uh, probably a month into this, month and a half into this, that I could get my buns made fresh daily at our county market here in town, and they make regular buns and the poppy seed buns for the Chicago dog. And they're only a couple of cents more than what I was getting them. They they made me a deal, which is great, a um, couple of cents more than what I was paying at Sam's. So basically I just place my order for my buns for the week, and I, I go in daily and pick those up when I'm there to get my ice. And it just makes for a much better product to have those baked fresh daily buns. So that's Absolutely. all. That's a good idea. Um, that's a real good idea. Well, I um, I thank you, 
again, Pam, for sharing, and I um, wish you all the success this year that you can stand. Oh, you'll be hearing from me again, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you a bunch. You're great, and I, I, I can't tell you how much your support means to me. Well, I appreciate it. I, um, I'm i excited um, for you. You have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Ben. Bye. Bye-bye, Pam. Hey, folks, we have, um, it says about um, one minute left. I'm going to try something. If the show ends, it means I tried and failed. But I found a button. Somebody just texted me how to extend the show, but I've never done this. And so bear with me. If it ends, it will all be on the blog. Um, but if it doesn't, we'll be in good Hold on just a second. Try this. Guess what? It says we, yes, it worked. Holy cow. Um, Tom in Oregon texted me that and told me how to extend it. Thank you so much. Tom, I appreciate that a bunch. Um, I hope that y'all are enjoying the show. I am so excited um, to have so many people be willing to call in and share their triumphs, their tragedies, their their ups and their downs. Um, and we are going to um, take some more calls, and I've got some emails still to read. If you can bear with us, I know we're going late, but um, I'm willing to do it if you are. And if you can't, you can always catch it over on the blog tomorrow. So I do I do thank you for sticking with us. Um, let's see here. No, 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 no. I think, you know what? I think we've done with the calls. I just had two that were on there blinking, but they have since left. Um, so if you would like to call in, you still can. I'm going to try to come over and read um, some of this from some of our um, fellow vendors. Um, okay, the first one I'm going to read to you is from Dazzling Franks, and he sent this in. This is Bob, and Bob um, is building. You know, he if you followed the story, it was at learnhotdogs.com forward slash Bob's cart, I think. Yeah, Bob's cart, and you can follow his story, but I'm going to read you what he sent me. It says, my story starts in 2004 when I became unemployed by actions that were beyond my reach. I had some close friends at the time that suggested that I go to work for them in their concession trailers. I was very skeptic at first because of the stories that I had heard about people that work in concessions. Well, I decided I would give it a try. I got to meet a lot of important people, and I was feeling very important myself. I watched them rake in some serious money. But one day, my friend's dad came up to me and asked if I would like to become a tow truck operator. At first, I told him no. But when he came back to me the following week um, and tempts me with over 100, and he pulled the um, – my trucks have air conditioner in them. Uh, I know that feeling um, – card on me. I was like, where do I sign up? And so needless to say, I have been doing that now since 2006. In February of 2012, I was at work, and I fell on my wrist. I went to the doctor, and he told me that my wrist would need to be removed. This, of course, did not make me or anyone else happy. I had been off work from this injury and surgery for six months. The doctors released me to go see, oh, to go back to work for two to three days per week. 
Then I got the idea that I would start my own concession business. I contacted Ben from Ben'sCarts.com, and he was super nice and offered to help in any way that he could. I purchased the DIY cart package from him and started building. In a short time, I ran out of funds. Ben suggested the Kiva Zip do a loan. My loan went through thanks to absolute strangers that um, showed me that this is the business for me. One of the people are, are one that the people are so still caring and willing to help one another. So my build continued. I have been gathering pictures of my progress from the beginning, and I have been posting them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dazzlin Franks. That's D-A-Z-Z-L-I-N dot Franks, F-R-A-N-K-S. I have given them to Ben to post as well. Throughout my build, the people on Facebook and in the groups that I joined on there, such as um, Hot Dog Slingers, Hot Dog Nation, National Food Cart Owners, um, along with Ben and Keith from Ben'sCarts.com and the Mobile Food Vendor Association, have been all just the most wonderful people and friends that a person could ask for. God bless all of you for helping a total stranger make his family's dreams come a reality. As of today, most of everything is finished on my cart, um, except for a couple of serving counters and clear coat paint with decals and finished mounting to the trailer. It is amazing to me that I was able to accomplish something like this. So this is my story, and I truly hope that it inspires others to do the same. Thank you, and God bless. Bob Rock, um, Dazzling Franks. Thank you so much, Bob, for um, sending that in. Um, and and spilling your heart like that. That was awful kind of you. Um, let's see here. This is from, and I hope I do not butcher this last name, but his first name is Roman. Last name, um, Romagnoli. Rem, Rem, either way, it's Roman. And um, Mr. Roman writes in, and um, let's see. Let me pull this up where I can read it. Okay. Um, thanks to you for all you do. We appreciate the tips you and others give to the show and your website. Your book is great, much better than the other ones I've bought. The black, I'm not even going to repeat that, but thank you for saying that, um, Roman. Roman's Delicious Dogs and Catering was founded in November 2012, home-based out of Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. I and by I, I mean Missy and I started a small mobile Italian ice business in April 2012. Things went well, so well that we bought three ice cream trucks and by the end of July, or all by the end of July. Well, a funnel cake vendor who we developed a relationship with said, you can't do Italian ice and ice cream in the winter. Boy, was she right. October hit and business plummeted. Plummeted to the point of me asking, is it me, the people I hired, or the truck? And he put no silly it's just the weather anyway i have a loan on two of the trucks and i'm thinking dang the trucks are not paying for themselves thank god for retired pay from the navy that will make my payment i have two nice ice cream trucks for sale or lease um just a note here roman post those up on um, learnhotdogs.com classifieds for free and i'll help you market them um it's all free Anyway, the funnel cake lady says, go get you a hot dog cart and do Christmas parade circuit with me. Everyone I know who has bought a hot dog cart, just um, carts just kill it. Okay, the hunt is on. 
We looked for a month or so, two or three times a day on eBay, Craigslist, even called Ben's Carts. Wow, another loan, more debt. What's a commissary? What does that cost? How involved is the health department inspection? Dang, there's way too much. There's way more to this than just setting up on the street corner and yelling hot dogs, get your hot dogs. As good fortune would have it, in Charlotte is a man, um, Kevin Connors, KT Enterprises. He is from New York and has been doing hot dogs for over 30 years. He is the Charlotte area go-to guy. Anyway, through a series of leads and phone calls, I was led to KT. Turns out, not only can he tell me about the commissary, he is one. As such, he told me that so many H- hot dog vendors, HDVs, think that there is nothing to this business. They jump in and within a year are gone. The easiest way to figure out which HDV is getting ready to get out of the business is to find out who is delinquent in their commissary fees. Well, I am not that way. I have 26 years Navy experience behind me, and I am a tenacious. I want to do this. Kevin had a former hot dog vendor with an old, and I mean old, it's at least 25-year-old, push cart for sale for $800. Workable, but no grill. Kevin brokers a deal between us. Great. I got a cart and no debt. I want a grill. My customers, whom I don't have yet, want a grill. <laughs> I like that. I found a 24-inch commercial grill, brand new, 700. Dang, I haven't even seen a hot dog, and I'm already 700 into that thing. Kevin installed the grill, not for free either. He gives me a dry run down on how to operate my cart. Health department inspection was uneventful in large part because we, we um, did it at the commissary. I had a person modify my cart who knows and understands the Mecklenburg County and state of North Carolina rules. Knowing and working inside the rules is huge. My cart is too old and top-heavy for me to tow. That's okay. I'll transport it in my open trailer. I didn't realize just how heavy my cart was. I always find someone to help me load and unload it into my trailer. Boy, some buy someone lunch, and they will generally be helpful note to self buy a power winch um, then you can load yourself i love his sense of humor i started out doing christmas parades around the charlotte area within an hour and a half of charlotte oh 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 when working in another county you must call the health department in that county to alert them that you'll be there like doing a festival or fair the city hosting the parades charge a fee the lowest i paid to get in was 25 the most i've paid is 100 Parades are not regulated. You may have three other hot dog vendors there along with a civic organization doing dogs. I guess I've done, let's see, I guess I've done eight parades because our business was decent overall. Not knowing what to expect, I did around the 150 mark per event, except two that were just terrible. Both due to just too small of communities to draw a good crowd, and being stationary, you have to set up where the influx of people are. I did learn how to best use my cart, though. Started to develop my own system. Let's see. I lost my spot. Started to develop my own system, so when I get a permanent spot, I won't look like a raw cookie. A raw rookie. Cookie. Yeah. I put that in there. Cookie. Can you tell I'm hungry? Looking back as a baby, the um, the parades were a good learning tool. However, I think I'm done with parades. The effort is not worth the financial gain. I asked the guy running the local Christmas tree lot if I could set up. He said, sure, Sundays only. Dang, I was averaging about $10 an hour there on Sundays. 
However, that led to a friendship and also to some school sports events, which the groundwork is now set to do hot dogs and concessions at a community sporting event for kids. Well, here it is the week before Christmas, no parades, no work. I'm hitting up the Home Depot Lowe's, the local Jiffy Lube, even talked to Rob. I can't seem to put a deal together. I stop in to watch a couple of vendors around town to learn from their setup to help myself stay motivated. Thank God for Missy and her encouragement. She keeps me lovingly motivated. I put an ad on Craigslist, wanted a busy spot, and put to put a hot dog. By the next morning, the manager of Pet Boys Auto Parts sent me a reply asking me to come set up. Turns out he does shave ice on the side, so he understands the hardship of vendors go through, and he also understands the service that we provide. I beat feet to Pet Boys, met him, and have been there every day except Sunday and a couple of days in freezing rain. In the 10 to 14 days that I've been set up, I'm already getting people pulling in just to enjoy a dog, a broad, or a sausage. It isn't any business as good as repeat business. The Pet Boys staff eat off the cart most days. I give them a little discount for their patronage, and the manager's meal is comped. Right now, I've only broken 100 once last Saturday, but normally average 55 a day, being open 1030 to 330. That's only about $10 an hour, but I'm still new here. People have got to get used to seeing me. If I am here two months and it's still like this for me, I will move along. But I've already been told once tax returns come back and summer gets here, I may want to start staying open later. I told I am told to expect to be busy. What I've learned, a good commissary owner who understands my success is going to contribute to his continued success is huge. Walk before you run. Know how to use your cart. Get through your health inspection. Read Ben's book. Study other cart owners. Learn from them. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. I even called Jason to talk about his trailer and other things. Not every day is going to be great, but get out of bed, get there, and let people get used to seeing you open for business. Sure, the setting up and tear down stinks, but the interactions with your customers is great and more than make up for the setup and teardown. Never turn down an event. It may not be great, but it may lead to a great event. Keep a record, at least an expense record. Then again, thanks for what you do um, and the many others. We are still new here and learning, but are willing to keep learning and pass the little we know on. Um, this was fantastic, um, Roman. This is the, completely fantastic that you would... Um, put so much detail and time in that and i thank you um for that that that's fantastic um is everybody still with me um i i can't see the chat room or anything so i don't know if we still have people on um and let's see i'm gonna just keep going i, I think i have a couple more to read i think i have somebody else on the phone i'm not positive maybe that's i don't know I think I have – I'll check. Anyway, um, if you will give me just a second, I'll be right back. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it? 
read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Yep, he's too sexy for his cart. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I'm too sexy for my shit. Mobile Food Vendors Association. Thank you, thank you for giving me that short break. And I am going to pull up, let's see, another one. Um, let's see, let's see. I'm going to read this from, this is from Greg of Spanky's Franks. Um, it says, Ben spoke with you earlier in the week about dealing with construction site managers um, I had the one-on-one meeting with the foreman. He had told me about he, – he had planned a meeting with a foreman at a huge construction site, and it went like this. Is, here's what he's writing. When I walked into the site trailer five minutes early, I introduced myself to the man at the desk, and before I could say my last name, the man said, Hey, you're Spanky, the hot dog guy. Yes, I am, I said. At the moment, three other men came out with smiles on their faces and introduced themselves and said, Man, we are glad you came by. One of the gentlemen I recognized as the owner of this multi-million dollar project. At this point, I knew that this was going to be a good experience. We finally sat down and proceeded to chat. And yes, we talked business. Needless to say, we will start selling come the 1st of March. To get to the point, I did my homework and made the right phone calls. The gentleman I met with, mentioned that they admired the way I went about getting to this meeting and how prepared I was. Um, that's basically it. He he tells me some stuff on there, um, and I think it's fantastic, um, Greg, what you did, and and I'm excited to see how that does for you in March. I know there's some vendors that go, go out of their way to find construction sites. Um, because you have a lot of um, hard-working people working at them who get hungry and they want something of substance that's that's cooked fresh right there in front of them. And so um, that's exciting. I thank you for sharing that. I'm going over back over here, check phone lines. I think we're good there. I think that I got everybody on that emailed me. Pam had emailed me too. But but we talked to her on the phone, so we're good there. Um, I think I have everybody. I think we did it. And, yes. Um, if you missed the world's best hot dog recipes for vendors, go over to the blog. And it should be on the, I think it's the first article. Maybe the second. Um, let's see. If you are um, are on Facebook, you saw some of the stuff people posted when I talked about that we were going to share these. Um, I wanted to read you a couple of these um, that were funny. Um, Shelly West wrote that when she got um, when she when her water line um, busted, but it busted under pressure inside the cart, which makes an echo chamber. And it sounded like a huge explosion in front of the customers. And she says it scared the crap out of all of us. Um, 
I know that's happened more than once. Um, the with some other people. Um, I think that's about it. I, I I know we've had some vendors flip carts. I know we've had that stuff, and um, we've had vendors um, back over their cart. Um, I had a lady recently. Um, she jackknifed her cart while backing up, and it took out her taillights. Um, um, I, I laugh just because it's funny when you look back on it. I know it wouldn't be funny if it, you know, if it happened to you. Um, but it was it was kind of funny. Um, anyway, I thank everyone for joining us tonight on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Um, I thank you for supporting the blog at LearnHotDogs.com. I know for those who checked out the blog this week, know about all the cool things we're giving away and the point system over there that's back, new and improved. Um, the I thank you for supporting the radio show for all those that helped. Um, I found out while I've been on this that um, there was a – uh, a family member, a friend, a friend, a close friend, basically family, um, that passed away, and and it's why Brian wasn't on our link master. Um, I missed a call while we were on from Jason. Um, I did talk to Rob, um, but I thank all those for supporting us and helping out. I hope that you have a fantastic week. Um, I hope that you. Do real well. If you ever need us, holler. I'm Ben, the Hot Dog Answer Man, um, signing out for the evening. Hot Dog Vendor Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association in Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HTVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.